go ahead and get started. Good evening, everybody. Uh, give me one second. Can you flip back there? I asked Lynetta to do something, and I should have asked her before she started doing it. The, the camera's on opposite sides, and I feel like I'm turning towards one and the other. And now they're in the middle. See, now I look straight down the middle. I can see both cameras at the same time, and I don't feel like I'm looking one side or the other. Um, so after all that, good evening, everybody. And uh, appreciate uh, those who will be tuning in or those who will listen later on. I uh, want to get right to the prayer request list tonight and, and go over it, and then we'll get into um, the service this evening. And Sister Barbara just said Aletha Ray is home. So been praying for her. So we, uh, she is home. So remember to thank the Lord uh, for that this evening and has answered prayers there. Uh, continue to pray for Sister Donna Fay and Sister Barbara, uh, lifting her up, my brother Gary. Uh, his family, uh, turns out a lot of them are sick, and so our family in that way, not, not me and Netta, but a lot of others. Uh, so do ask that you would remember all those in your prayers uh, tonight. And uh, I don't know. Got somebody sitting out front of my house. I don't know if that's Mariah or Anyways, got our front door open. Sorry for the distraction there. Um, David's mom-in-law, uh, Brother Lloyd Shores, continue to remember them. Remember um, uh, Sister Mary, uh, Brother Don, uh, as he continues his treatment. Sister Mary's upcoming appointment with her surgeon. Uh, Jacob's co-workers, he's got a couple of them who've been uh, needing some who've been one's had a wreck others have got some medical conditions needs our prayers uh, sister Joanne her mammogram come back uh, good we praise the Lord for that and but remember her sister Gail uh, Nora uh, Nora Fipple. Uh, so remember that he has cancer. Uh, I wrote down the name and I cannot. Betty Walker family. Uh, remember them in your prayers. Um, Bill McAfee's doing better. Uh, Sister Mary's brother Timothy. Uh, Brother Danny's shoulder, uh, Debbie Henderson, uh, Sister Jean Walker's brother Pete, and uh, Sister Jean, uh, Jason, uh, and Darren. Do you remember those? Uh, uh, Sister Joanne's friend, Brother Jerry, did finish his treatments. We appreciate 
Appreciate your prayers there. Uh, Norma Whitledge and Donna Cottle, Jessica and family. Uh, Brother Bill and Sister Joanne. Justin Kinser and Eva Dodd, uh, Billy Walter, Sister Rose Todd and her family, uh, Liz uh, Wright, Vincent Wright, uh, Brother Daniel and Sister Diane, uh, Rhonda, Sister Rhonda and Evan and Bob, Rob, excuse me, can't read, uh, Reverend Charles Chester, Joe and Betty Howard, uh, Sister Gail's uh, great great nephew and Dr. Bill Curry, uh, Aubrey Bedford, uh, remember them, and then uh, continue to pray one for another, of course. Uh, continue to pray for our country, our leaders, uh, Sister Mary Jane, Sister Tawana, Brother Junior, continue to remember them. Uh, Sue Willis, uh, Debbie Scott, as we just said, Alicia Ray, uh, on the, uh, Sister Barbara's great-granddaughter, Eleanor, uh, and so remember all of these, our missionaries, um, this, uh, uh November the 11th is Veterans Day, remember, all of those who are in service and those who have served uh, and remember them in prayer. Uh, with that, we'll go to the Lord in prayer this evening and then we'll get into... Remember Mariah's baby checkup on Monday. They'll do uh, ultrasound and stuff checking up. So remember that on Monday uh, in your prayers. Our Father, tonight we thank you, Lord, for your love and mercy. We thank you, dear God, for your blessings, Lord. We ask you, Father, help us this evening, dear God, to go into thy word and uh, bring it forth, Lord, to help us, encourage us, strengthen us, challenge us, dear God. Father, we pray for the needs, Lord, tonight, uh, spoken, unspoken, dear God, all the names we've called. Uh, Lord, we appreciate so much uh, how you handle us, Lord, and, and I'm so thankful, dear God, that uh, sometimes you let us get a little weak so you can make us strong. And uh, Father, in our prayers, we continue to pray for a lot of folks. And we know, Father, your hand is up on them. We've seen many prayers answered, dear God. And for that, we thank you so very much. Uh, Lord, for those we're still praying for, dear God, we have faith that you'll do us right. And we pray, Father, give us the strength to continue to face those things faithfully, Lord. Uh, Father, we do pray that you would just draw us close to thee, draw us close one to another, precious God. Uh, help us, Lord, and we praise you, Father, in Jesus' name, and amen, amen. I did for, for, forgot to mention our family friend, uh, Iona, uh, asked prayers for her mom, uh, so we do ask that you remember them as well. If you got your Bibles, go to the book of Psalms, the 34th chapter, going to uh, cover here. Uh, uh, first nine verses anyways uh, in this and uh, tell you just studying trying to think of uh, what the Lord would have us to uh, do this evening uh, I guess it was last week Sunday I don't remember if it was Sunday morning or 
another time there we was listening to some preaching and um, this uh, preacher he opens up and he's singing and when he was singing uh, he he just was singing there and, and he didn't sing the whole songs but he sung a, a couple verses there and, and you know the Bible tells us to comfort and, and strengthen help one another uh, exhorting one another in songs and song and psalms and so he sung the psalms uh, there and then later on uh, looking again in that verse of scripture oh taste and see that the Lord is good uh, was was brought to our attention and I've said this in our in our in our study uh, messages and um, this is actually where it's found in the book of the 34th chapter of Psalms uh, my Bible calls this the Psalms or Psalms of praise and trust and I'll tell you something, uh, God is worthy to be praised and he is worthy to be trusted. Uh, we can do that with the Lord. Uh, so hopefully give you enough time to turn there. Uh, verse 1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. And um, I thought about this and just some of the things uh, going through my mind this evening, different things uh, that you think about and uh, preparation for the service and, and so forth and uh, even the things you deal with daily uh, in your life. And, and I thought about this. Uh, I will bless the Lord at all times. And you know, the Bible tells us uh, in Timothy to be instant in season and out of season. And we always, uh, seems like when we preach that, we talk about uh, just the preachers because of what uh, the rest of that verse of Scripture says there that Paul talking to Timothy. And, but the truth of the matter is, there's other scriptures where the Bible says that we should be ready to give an account of our salvation, you know, to talk of the Lord and uh, what he's done for us and, and testify of the salvation that he's given us. And so when we stop to think about it, you know, instant, in season, out of season, that every one of us uh, need to be instant, uh, in season and out of season, to be ready uh, some way, somehow to be influential for the Lord and to talk of his mercy and grace even in the hard times to know that he's there with us because i'll tell you those dark hours are the ones where we wonder uh you know one will we get through this why how we'll get through this a lot of times uh, why are we going through this excuse me and, and we just have all these questions or concerns or even fears and uh and so we we talk about this and i've used the scripture a lot lately greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world and all of this we know to be true, uh, but you know there are times whenever those things flee us, uh, and we we stand there, and then at the end of it we look back and we say, you know what, God was with me the whole time, uh, and so God got us through that. And so when we look at this, I will bless the Lord at all times. You know, uh, we need to be instant in season and out of season, and we always need to be holding on uh, to the Lord. We need to do His will. And glorify his name but also realize this that he's always there and so just taking time to praise the lord uh in our lives is, is very needful and a must in order to keep us going there he said his praise shall continually uh, be in my mouth um, I, I would like to think that i could do and i say like to think i know that i can do a better job and would like to think that i will uh, do a better job of just taking time to praise the lord uh, to share his uh, uh, 
love and mercy and grace with those around me to take time to tell folks you know god does truly uh hear and answer our prayers because i'll tell you he does he truly does hear and answer our prayers the prayers of the righteous get the ears of the lord uh there's so many times you can read in the bible said i cried unto the lord and he heard me um and i've studied on that before but again you know to praise him continually uh, the Lord uh, loves to be praised, not that he wants us uh, to brag on him in arrogance there, but rather this, that he understands our love for him and our faith in him. He said, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Uh, so again, it's not me, it's him. Uh, it's not us, it's him. Uh, the things that we do that God does for us, we ought to make sure that we give uh, a glory to the Lord for that and, and to boast in the fact that God is with us through these things and God gets us through these things. Uh, and our boasting is not of pride or proudfulness in, in arrogance in that way, but rather is this, that we understand exactly his role in our lives and his importance and his value, uh, which supersedes the things that a lot of times we uh, don't think about, but, but it is truthful tonight to tell you uh, that you know we need to to talk of what good great wonderful things God has done for us uh, you know because and I, I say it a lot but you know there's nothing wrong with giving those folks a, a pat on the back that a boy uh, that a girl you know but we really ought to do that to God uh, lifting him up and, and magnifying him uh, then he says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Uh, you know, I said it the other evening, the greatest fellowship Christians have is when we converse about what God is doing uh, for us or done for us, uh, talking about the goodness of God, the love of God, the grace of God, the mercies of God. Um, we talk in the word of God. And, and I'll tell you, we can uh, magnify him together. Uh, there was, uh, and I don't know exactly and, and maybe in this year, um, in the reading that I've done this week, in uh, places there, you know, thinks they, they, they were of one mind in, in worshiping the Lord. Uh, we need to be of one mind in worship towards God. We'll magnify him. Uh, it says, let us exalt his name together. Uh, so I, I will say this too, pointing this out, you know, uh, getting to, to get, when we come to church, uh, to magnify the Lord, to exalt his name uh, together. What an opportunity that is uh, to be unified in our service and our praise of the Lord uh, and to the Lord. Verse 4 says, I sought the Lord and he heard me. Uh, again, as I was talking about, you know, our prayers earlier. Uh, but it says there, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Uh, can I tell you uh, that every one of us as far as my opinion goes uh, and maybe i'm wrong in this but uh there are things we fear daily not everybody fears the same things but there are things that come up in our lives that and when i say fear i'm not talking about things necessarily that shake us to our our our, our boots and we cower down and we're uh, running, you know, for shelter in this aspect there, but but rather just things that we deal with in our lives uh, that that we come about. And so in this, he said uh, that I sought the Lord and He heard me. We have an assurance in our Bible 
uh, as a Christian, as a, as a child of God. The Bible talks about he hears the cries of the righteous, the saints, the prayers of the saints uh, uh, coming to the Lord. Uh, and, and so I know this, that when I seek the Lord, he does hear me. Uh, and if you will give your heart to the Lord, if you haven't, you give your heart to the Lord and follow him, accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. When you cry unto the Lord, he's going to hear you. Uh, what a blessing thing to know tonight that when we cry out to God, that God is waiting there, God is paying attention, and God is hearing our cries. Uh, he may not answer us in the way we want. He may not answer us in the time frame we, we expect or think we have to have, uh, but he will hear us, and then God will answer us. Um, and in that, you know, we have to be set to the aspect of this, that what God says is right all the time. Uh, God is always right. Uh, his timing is always right. Uh, that's why it's important for us to trust in him. That's why it's important for us uh, to place our faith in him. And when I say trust and faith, in other words, uh, we, we're trusting that he's doing right. We're faith. Our faith is there, believing that whatever is done is right. And, and we just continue on going with the Lord. Uh it's in that right there it's just though but it said and he delivered me from all my fears and i will say tonight that you know when people talk about being afraid and we've even talked about it here today uh the bible says that perfect love casteth out all fear um that's god's love you and i uh it does say we will never have fear and something like that is something that I've thought about of late, you know, uh, well, why are we afraid? You know, we've got God. Well, sometimes we have to be reminded of that perfect love, which is Christ Jesus. Um, and when we put our faith again in him or, or we re-strengthen or renew or refresh, however you want to look at it, remind ourselves that he is in control. That removes that fear. That that fear is replaced then with faith and trust and assurance because God is there in our lives. Christ is there. The Holy Ghost is there. We've put them back in the place where we know that they're the ones in control and we're not the ones in control. And therefore, um, you know, at that moment of time, we rest in the Lord. And we rest in the power of God, in the mercy of God, in the grace of God, in the faithfulness of God. And so in that, uh, he takes care of that. So he, it says, delivers, or, and he delivered me from all my fears. He, he's the one who, who d does that. Said so they look unto him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. Um, they looked unto him. And were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. Uh, again, those that put their faith in the Lord. He said, This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of his troubles. Now, you can look at that and, and say, Well, what kind of poor man was he? Well, it doesn't matter to me. God's no respecter of person. Maybe he was poor as, as wealth goes, maybe he was uh, poor. Uh, as, and maybe he was weak in faith at the time. Maybe, you know, whatever uh, aspect of it is. But he said, this poor man cried. Um, 
when you stop to think about it this way, that word poor uh, through the scripture, you read it there, and, and a lot of times we, we don't understand the clarity of it always, but it doesn't really matter in that aspect of this is knowing this, that the man cried. He said, this poor man cried. I can tell you for a fact tonight that there are times that I have cried unto the Lord. So I can say, this poor man cried unto the Lord. I was in need at the time, and the Lord heard me. Uh, and it said he heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. What a blessing to know that the, 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 no matter where you're at, no matter what you're going through, the deepest, darkest of all things is immaterial to God, that God hears and is able to deliver. Uh, God is able to save. God is able to bring us out. Uh, you know, I think about that song, He Set Me Free. Uh, once like a poor man in prison I dwelt. Uh, no freedom from my sorrow I felt. But, but you know what? God came along and, and he set me free. Uh, so, you know, they that cry out to the Lord, they that trust in the Lord, the Bible talks about. Um, and just a second, we'll get to the other part of it. It said the angels, and I, and I, I read this, and I, I'll be honest with you. This is a verse of scripture. We need to uh, remind ourselves and, and understand this. This is a promise, not, not just something out there that, um, you know, might happen or could happen. This is something that God has said in his word happens. It's, it's a present, and, and we don't think about this a lot of times. But he said, the angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him and delivereth them. I, I've preached on this not long ago, and I've used the verse of Scripture more than once. The prophet Elijah, Elijah uh, had the, he had the, you know, he, he's following, he'd been following Elijah, and so uh, now he's got a young man with him, and the young man's afraid because of what's going on, the enemy out and about, but Elijah asked the Lord to open his eyes, and he opened his eyes, and Elijah had said, there are more with us than with them. Uh, and, and I've heard the story of the missionary, and I've repeated it, uh, of the missionary who was going to, his family had been threatened to be killed uh, because of where they were, and in, in that uh, they were, you know, wouldn't leave. Uh, they felt like they were where God wanted them to be. Uh, in the next morning, when when everything was said and done, they went out, and the enemy that was there uh, come, and they wanted to talk to him, so they went out and they talked to him, and, you know, the question was, why did you not attack us, you know, and then the, the enemy says, well, who was all those folks with with you last night, you know, they surrounded you, uh, and, and the angels of the Lord are many, many more than you and I can even imagine. He's got a greater army than anybody else. And I like this because I think about this often, what Brother Mike said when he come in for the revival, how that, you know, the, the number of angels is a, an innumerable multitude. And so when you look at that, and yet God knows exactly how many angels there are. And so whenever the devil divides the angels, in other words, excuse me, when one-third of the angels are cast out or taken out, 
uh, God understands what one-third is. And again, realizing this, if he's got one-third, God's got two-thirds, so the scripture's true. Greater, you know, greater is those with us than those that are against us. Greater is he in me than he that is against me. Um, if, if you stop to look at it in the aspect there, you can see that. So the angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. You and I have got a security like none other. And that doesn't mean nothing will ever touch us. We can look at the book of Job and realize that there is. But we do understand this, that God is in control. And whatever does come to touch us uh, is allowed to do so through God uh, as far as the enemy is concerned and the things there. Uh, but then there's other things that come about us in life that are just part of life. And we just put our faith and our trust to get uh, in God to get through those things. Then verse 8, O taste and see that the Lord is good. We, we say that verse a lot in that aspect there, but we don't finish the verse. Now look at what it said, O taste and see that the Lord is good. That's, that's one thought of that verse. And that, that, that is absolutely true, that God is good. Think about what Jesus said. When, he, when the young man came to him, good master, what must I do to be saved or have eternal life? Jesus said, why callest thou me good? There's one good, that is God. And so when we look at God being good, that's a greater, higher, more powerful good than you and I could comprehend. Uh, but in this, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. I, I can honestly tell you in my faith, faith walk in my Christian life, when I put my faith and my trust in the Lord, uh, he has been far better to me than I could ever imagine. But I can also look back into the time that I was lost before I was saved and tell you that God was there taking care of me, having his hand upon me. Uh, God has been good to me all my life. And I would that I had understood that long before and been better for him. And even today, uh, I want to be better for God because God, uh, he is good. Uh, but the rest of that verse says this, Blessed is the man that putteth or that trusteth in him. Now, I thought about this this evening. I'm blessed beyond measure, and I'm definitely blessed beyond uh, my ability to be good to God in, in, in my service to God. Um, I cannot tell you how good God has been to me and how much God has blessed me and my family and, and the things that God has done for us and, and given to us and allowed us to be part of and allow us to do. Uh, the faithfulness of God is just extraordinary. Um, and it's just unmeasurable, uncomprehendable. And you can't even speak at all. Uh, it would be hard for me. I, I can think of things that were, I guess you could say, uh, you look at it and you say, man, only God could do that. But then there's things in our lives that we realize this afterwards that only God could have done. And I'm just telling you tonight, only God could do what he's doing in, in, in my life, my family's life. And, the, and, and we need to remind ourselves of this too because we put our faith in him. He is blessing us. 
and sometimes we don't see our blessings because we're too busy looking at the things that trouble us or the things that cause us fear or the things that cause us doubt, uh, the things we feel like the enemy's coming in and, and just trying to do to us. And the truth of the matter is this, um, while you're serving the Lord, you're going to face persecutions. The Bible tells us that uh, while we're in this life, uh, life is but a vapor. It's here and it's gone. Uh, because sin came into the world, sickness came into the world. There's things that are going on, but that never has diminished God, nor has it diminished the blessings of God, and it does not stop us from being blessed of God. Uh, there are so many things that we could look at tonight and think about that. So he says, Blessed is a man that trusted him. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. I can guarantee you this tonight, if you honest and truly would taste and see that the Lord is good, you would understand God's mercy and blessings to you. It will change your life, I can guarantee it. And then verse 9, and, and like I said, I knew we'd get down to verse 9 and, and before we go there. said, oh, fear the Lord. Stop right there. Remember. The Bible says, fear not him whom after you've killed the body can do no more, but fear him who after you've killed the body can destroy both the body and soul in hell. Fear the Lord. Uh, when we look at the scriptures and we think about the scriptures, the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. We find that they that fear the Lord, God blesses. If you just go back with me there, uh, excuse me. So verse 7, the angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him. This fear is not a coward fear, but a love fear, a respect fear, an understanding fear. In other words, we know that God is God and we are not. We know that God is all-powerful and we're not. We know that God knows the beginning from the end and the end from the beginning, and we don't. God knows what's going to happen before it happens. We don't. We understand how powerful, how how not controlling, how much God, I just put it there, we just understand God's everything, but we're not in, in this aspect there. But yet, if we fear the Lord, uh, he, he, he encampeth around us. He deliver us. And then he says, oh, fear the Lord, Ye saints, ye his saints. Church, we, we as the children of God need to get back to fearing the Lord. And in so doing, we will come back to the Lord. Do you realize the Bible says, and, and I've been praying about this, and I haven't used it as of yet again lately, and even though I talked about it. But the Bible talks about that there shall come a great falling away. And it talks about in the last days, uh, there there'll be a great falling away just before uh, the Antichrist is revealed uh, the son of perdition the Bible says uh, who opposed and exalted himself all that is above God or that is godly uh, and, and he is sitteth in the temple of God as God he's not going to be God uh, but he's going to try to appear to be God but there, there's going to come a great falling away. That means that the children of God, those who've accepted Christ, those who've gone to church, 
And understand this, and I believe it's on my heart, you cannot fall away from something you do not belong to. If I was never a member of, and I, I hate to use church as that aspect there, but, but we will, but if I was never a member of our church, how could I ever fall out of fellowship or membership? I've got to be part of it before I can get out of it, right? Uh, so, you know, except there be a falling away first, the Bible talks about that. Uh, so we, his saints, need to once again fear him, love him, serve him, honor him, follow him, and realize this, that we've got to get closer to him and one to another uh, in, in service to the Lord and fellowship with the Lord and with one another as the days that we're seeing are um, not as bright as what we would hope they would be. Uh, in, uh, but that's just the way things are going. God has told us that as time goes on, men will wax worse and worse, and they're waxing worse and worse. Uh, and Bible tells us that God said that he would send them a delusion that they'll believe a lie and be damned. Why? Because they would rather believe the delusion than they would the truth of the word of God. And so we see that. But then the rest of this verse uh, in verse 9, O fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. Everybody look at that. And I know a lot of folks say, well, I I want this, and I want that, and I want this, and I want that. That's not what he's talking about. Remember, Psalms 23, it says this. Uh, Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. In other words, I'm going to have what I need. Jesus said that he would supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory. Matthew 633 but seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you uh, so we're it's not that we're never going to have a want because you know I can think of some things that I would like to have right now we would label those things as wants but do I have everything that I need as far as physical things absolutely I've got food shelter clothing um other things that I have, uh, God, you know, has blessed me with. Uh, I can think of, uh, well, I sit here and I look at my wife and I try to not say stuff every time I, I think about things. But, uh, you know, she's she's a great me. Bible told me that uh, God looked at Adam and said, it's not good that man should be alone. I will make for him a help me. Uh, see, God give me my wife. Uh, I'm thankful he gave me her, you know. And so I praise him for that. I've got everything that I need. And because I've got Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of my life, I have God as my Father, and I have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost as my Comforter. I've got the Word of God, and so in that I have everything that I need. Uh, and so it says, for there shall be for there is no want to them that fear him. And so I'm never going to be lacking as long as I love and follow and fear the Lord. I'm always going to have exactly what I need. And so in that there, it's not talking about our want as
that's what we have of the fleshly want. Uh, but it's talking about the spiritual need and understanding that God supplies all of our needs according to his riches and glory. Therefore, we do have what we need as his children. But there are still things in our life that we will want, but that's a separation in the scripture from what we're talking about here. So tonight, just putting this out there and, and thinking about it, uh, taking time to bless God. And I know sometimes we can look at Psalms and we say, oh, Psalms is so easy and then this and that one thing or the other. But can I tell you, there's a whole lot of meat on those bones, so to say, um, that a lot of time we just leave off if we're not careful in looking at the scripture and thinking about how that applies to us in so many ways. Um, and we take tidbits a lot of times and, and, you know, play them off because, you know, oh, I've heard that all my life or, or I've had this or whatever. And, and we start, even the devil would say, but think about this, you don't have this, or think about that, you don't... Just remember this, God didn't tell us he's going to do everything we want him to do the way we want him to do it. Instead, he told us to put our faith and our trust in him and allow him to do what needs to be done in the way that it needs to be done. And in the end of time, we will be with him. And I guarantee you, I've said it many times, I'll say it one more time before we close. When you and I get to heaven, none of us will have any questions to ask God. Everything we need to know, we will know. And when we get there, everything that we, well, we just won't have any questions. I'll just put it that way. Uh, we'll know as we're known. And we'll know all we need to know. And we'll just spend eternity praising, worshiping, honoring, glorifying God. And you know, uh, truly tonight, uh, to, it's the blessings that we have to be invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Uh, to know that one of these days, life as we know it, will be no more in a new, better life that right now we cannot comprehend. The Bible tells us, though we see through a glass darkly, uh, it is not entered into the hearts of men all that God hath prepared, prepared for them who love and fear the Lord. It's just not there. Eye hath not seen, ear hath not heard, neither hath it entered into the hearts of men. Um, and so there is a better day coming. And I like that word day because the Bible talks about, tells us that it will be a never-ending day. Jesus is the light. There's no darkness in heaven. And so for that tonight, I'm thankful. Father, this evening, I thank you, Lord, for your love. I thank you, Lord, for your mercy and for your grace. And just pray, Father, that you have your way in our hearts and minds. Help us, dear God, to do that which you'd have us to do. Be that which you'd have us to be. And we'll give you glory, Father, tonight for all things. In the blessed name of Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. And amen. God bless. Keep you safe till we meet again at the next point of time, Lord willing.